0: Isn't this fun? Man. This is gonna be really fun. It's gonna be really fun. Said no one ever going through a divorce. And this isn't my first time being divorced either. But I've never had even a touch of the petty, crazy, outrageous, unrealistic, stupid, childish, dumb as hell, ignorant ass things that I've had to deal with. Responsible, Let me say again. Irresponsible. But isn't this fun? How many other people are going through this fun? How many people listen to this right now? Raise your hand you going through this fun. This one word. Well, hell yeah that's that's a good word for it. It's called divorce. Raise your hands, this fun? Is this fun? Put your damn hands now because this ain't hell. This ain't no fun. This is ridiculous. It is. I went through a divorce that was easy, it was quick. And let me argue about maybe shelving or something stupid. That wouldn't even argument. Yeah, you know, walk away mad or nothing, just walked. They didn't have all this stuff going on. And hell, I was a lot younger. And they were too. And they didn't go through this stuff. So see, the thing is, is if you've been married before. Don't think that your divorce is going to go exactly how that one went before you got. Well, my opinion, I didn't know the person. I feel scammed. I'm entitled to how I feel. It's right. Um, I just talked to an officer about this, too, and they said, you know, sorry, but you can call anybody anything you want. You can give your opinion or whatever. You can talk. It's a freedom of speech. That's not a crime. You're right, sir. It's not. It's really not. I got stupid. I was scammed. I was used. I had people tell me that, that you were used. I saw a quick check, beneficiary, hoping you'd kill over and die. Maybe your parents have some money. There's inheritance. The thing is, is they got nothing. Because when I started getting wind and people started telling me, start hearing things, I start hightailing and protecting everything. It's called protecting your damn self. Uh, federal disability isn't a joke. You have those people, I had somebody on the phone last week and tried to say, di- you don't know what the hell you're talking about. There's different types of disability. And you have to go through a second hearing because they realize, oopsie, this person was disabled, not in their adulthood, but before they were even born. Because now a sudden, child, shows hospital, when you're born and whatever hospital records surface, and they realize this baby came out with kidneys shutting down and problems. I raise my hand, that's me. That's me. God. Could you just let me be born in a different time, in a different day, different era? Could you not just waited? I thank you for a big, beautiful brain. Or as my neurologist would say, I've seen the scans. She's smart as hell. He he told Eric that one time. You'll never be able to pull anything over her because she's highly intelligent. I saw her brain. She's got a beautiful brain and she's very, very intelligent. And people like her don't have to crack a book open. They're just smart. Wise. He was right. Sorry, Eric. He was right. I'm not stupid. But isn't this fun? Isn't this fun? It's not roller coaster. I'm sorry. That's just your money going. Because I woke up with nothing. A drained bank account. A drained joint bank account. Uh, Why well, it's behind the scenes I protect my ass? If I feel the boat sinking, and I've said this before, you feel the boat sinking, you better start getting your floorboard together. Especially you ladies. Start getting a better quality of planks. You better build that sucker like a, it better than Johnny Depp, a Pirates Caribbean. Aye! <laughs> you better build it damn good. Better than any movie set. You see the boat sinking, better add some supports. Because I did. A joint bank account. I was supposed to be used for bills in that. Drained it down. Why? Why? How? It's fact. I don't say anything. I have... I'm going to say this again. It's probably the fifth time I've said this in three days to five people. I'm in a position in my life, and I have done a lot of changing, evolving, and growing, and my health and everything is spiritually. I have no position in my life, especially what I've seen with Baby Blue and her passing. I'm still going through that grieving process. Folks who think that you're not going to allow me to have my grieving process, I will have my grieving process. Back off. If I feel you're invading and, avoid, and evading my feeding process and causing me problems, um, I have a really good game. Touche. Goodbye. See you later, Sayonara. You know, sayonara. Maybe our conversations will be limited. I have a right to grieve. Loss of life, especially the way that she died. Is anybody else a human being or anybody else is for a baby? Because pets are forever. And I'm, I'm dealing with this too. Really, not create divorce. Um, is it gonna get nasty? Oh, it's going to be worse than Janet Jackson hit. It's going to be nasty. I mean, why is all the way across? Why the hell did I get stupid? Why the hell couldn't I? Why the hell did I look into the signs? Why the hell did I do a background check? Why the hell did I listen to anybody's parents say, my son? <laughs> You're talking about my son? This is what you see in my son? That's not my son. Oh, that's not my son. Oh, <laughs> Good luck with that. Or you have somebody else's parent go i'm so sorry i'm so sorry I should, i'm so sorry all i can do is i'm sorry i wish i could change my son i wish i could but i just you know i'm so sorry can't cry or spilt milk like in the past no can't can't wish you can do is for yourself be true to yourself and uh, hopefully your bad tidings of joy will help inspire and help other women because i'm on you ladies right now help other women to get through there's a lot of women do a lot of crying Allow yourself to cry. I had my day yesterday. um, I was 50%. 50% of being harassed, um, intimidated. I had Eric texting me. If you don't give me the bank card, I'm going to call the cops. If you don't give me the bank card, I'm going to call the cops. If somebody has a track record of doing this before to another woman, they're going to do it to the next woman. And then the next person, they're going to do it to you, 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 to you. Do background checks on people, folks. Pay your $100, $200, do you damn background checks. This is just the truth. It's a fact. I had to deal with all that. All the drama. All the emotional stuff. All the, yeah, yeah, And I had two days of broken sleep. All right, on top of it. I'm still on the other 50% grieving loss of blue. Is there a smidgen of getting used to learning to be your, you know, learning to live by yourself, learning to maneuver through life by yourself. Is there a smidgen of stress or, I'm not sure. Um, And the reason I say this is that's maybe a 2%. Why do I say it's so low? And most people go, oh hell no, that would be the hardest thing for me. Or if you have children or fur babies or whatever. Um, It's because I've lived on my own. I've literally took care of somebody. I thought I was married to a spouse, but I became their caregiver. I became the wife, I became the husband. I became a caregiver. I became a maid. I became a um, people do their taxes. Accountant. I was everything, but I was left with nothing for me. I couldn't even be sick when I was sick. I couldn't go through surgery without taking care of him and seeing who's he going online to try to come over overseas to get married to and saying they're not married or they get divorced when I do not even know about it. Or who they, who they shenanigating with at work now or doing this and that? I couldn't go through oncology treatments, I realized, really, um, because I anyway, knew I was by myself. I've always been by myself. I just don't have the stress now. I don't have the drama. I don't have the constant cleanup of somebody. I have a responsibility of one person, me. And that, if I fall off my responsibility, I have one person to blame, and that's my damn self. But to be quite honest, the house energy shifted an incredible shift um I'm a spiritual person I believe in energy good energy good karma and it shifted greatly that's the sign um I went outside and there's some stray cats I like to feed and I'm an animal person anyway and looked outside and lo and behold looking at me at the end of the porch is a turtle a baby turtle I have a story about big boy the snappy turtle little hatchling um kept them for four years Gave him enough strength to where he'd successfully be released back in his own habitat in the water. And I got a video of it. Absolutely amazing. That turtle, big boy, is giving me signs. The day when Blue passed, before she passed and after. And I him to realize that that turtle was found by baby Blue. When it was a tiny little size of a quarter, chances of survival are zero. Because they get, it was on a bike. Trail walking trail. it got hit, ran over, walked over, biked over. Um, I gave it a chance of life. Uh, I worked with the state. Um, they take care of animals. I can't think of the name of it. It's for state of uh, Indiana. Um, rehabilitation. They take care of you know, wildlife. And um, make sure to ask is, how do you, you know? Is, um, you'll know they're domesticated or too domesticated. If you get to the point where you're getting ready to release them and they don't go towards the water, but they come back to you or they go in the water, and come back to you, or they're not really ready. I like watching nature videos and things like that. I love classic music. I love Mozart, uh, Bach, that's just me. Um, I'm just a worldly woman like that. I'm always up for different kinds of genre music. I love reggae uh, world music that turtle had Disney movies that turtle had every scenery across the United States and the world of mountains and rivers and oceans and oceans and rivers are my favorite because it's peaceful sound especially at night I have these videos on um calm radio you name it I truly believe Big Boy educated himself and the day he was ready was the day when Blue passed and he's like okay let's go that was Blue's turtle I didn't realize it until that later that day or at least him it's okay. Put him in my grandmother's old-fashioned cat carrier from the 1970s. Ain't nothing like cat carriers now, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Cats now eat really well because the carrier back there is half the size. Um, got him ready. Um, drove into two different counties just trying to find the perfect spot for him. I couldn't find it. Then I realized the dog park. That's where Blue was last, where she ran, and she loved to go, especially when it was snow went over our tracks and there was this cleared out area where people sit on a picnic table in that and just watch the river and it's peaceful. And now that I'm older, I realize why the older people stop and they go to the parks and they watch the river. Like, why do they just sit in their car and watch the river? Because it's peaceful. It's peace for the soul. And now that I'm older, an older fart seasoned, for I'd like to say, um, I like to park with Sonoria, that's our thing now. And I found a new little spot or we could just park, nobody really around, and just reflect and find peace. And our peace, you fill your soul. You know, feed your soul with good, stressful times, is what I like to do. I realize older people were smart. We don't go into shopping and trips We're simplicity. That don't cost anything. It's nature and what God created. Mountains, water, rivers. Whatever, you know, brings peace to your soul. But um, that was Blue's turtle, it was time to go. Big Boy has transitioned into, he transitioned to four different aquariums. Last aquarium, uh, all glass, uh, 6 or a gallon aquarium. Not a lot of water, he's a snapper, but um, enough water. But I always felt like he didn't have enough water. Um, they're mostly water, they live underwater, they're water turtles, they're not box turtles. So these guys live and in the winter time, they go underwater, if ice forms on top, they have the ability to bring the temperature down to the surroundings and that's how they survive and live. He was beefy. Um, I feel like he could have been a bodybuilder turtle. <laughs> he had rocks and things he could climb on and that and he was just strong. Um, I even tested his snapping ability and by accident i had white um nails and um white polish and um, he was hungry i would feed him shrimp and worms and um, trail mix and these for turtles and he was well fed well taken care of aquarium changed weekly filters changed weekly um i still have his aquarium up and i know i'm gonna probably most likely sell it took pictures um so someone else will be able to enjoy it but ironically this morning a baby turtle a box turtle difference but i think really i thought either something happened to big boy and this is his way of saying thank you for taking care of me or this is just his way of saying i know you're going through a lot right now thank you human mommy for saving me i just want to say hi you know visit i I picked up the turtle this afternoon right this afternoon i was outside and looked out he was looking at me crazy took a video and i put him in the back where all the woods are at because he's a box turtle so he'll thrive um Light off all the wildflower seeds and deer followers took in that. There's the sign. Because I believe in signs. Blues give me enough. But um, I released them. It was Blue's turtle. And I heed all the signs in the universe talking. And it was the perfect day, the perfect time, perfect opportunity. And as a gentleman for state who um, does wildlife rescues and things like that for state of Indiana, which was certainly right. You'll know when it's time. That's so all I gotta say. And you'll know if it's ready and you'll know if he's too domesticated and you'll just know. Um, his snap and his bite was potent. Um, the thing is, is he not once ever snapped at me. Not one time ever snapped at me. I weighed him before releasing him. He was six pounds, two ounces, every bit strong big boy snapper turtle. It was like a Disney movie releasing him. I'll have to show the video. Um, it, Put him down on the ground and had him facing, um, kind of facing the woods. Please don't bark at people. Quit. Don't be like that. Be nice. Sorry about that. I had him facing the woods the wrong way inside the water. Well, of course, ironically, he goes towards the woods. He wasn't going towards me though. See, that's a good sign. I was like, okay, this is good. This is good. It's good. All like, right, pick him up put him back down and I put him in the right. I found that perfect spot. Rivers down. Flood stuffs over. There's plenty of shallow areas. A lot of gravel. A lot of rock. A lot of natural, you know, environment he's used to. Um, I put him down and I'll have to show the video. I'll probably do it later tomorrow. Definitely show a video. It's like a magical Disney movie moment. He looked at me, looked at the water, and poof, he was gone. I knew he was fast. But I didn't realize how fast the big boy was until he had free range of a huge body of water. Where when they're born and they're hatchlings, this is where they go to as they make their way to the water. The eggs are laid on the land and make their way to the water. He's a turtle, another turtle. Um, he wouldn't have made it. Because we, me and Blue and story, we almost stepped on him. But Blue found him. I thought it was a little leaf or something. It was a turtle. So you want me to bring him up, girl? you want me to bring him home because he's probably not going to live bring him home we'll keep him for and release him that year it turned into two years two years to three years three years I was like well am I going to release him next last year to, like feel comfortable like well I don't think he's big enough to take him outside in the back to, you know see what he does I am mean, I don't know then this year the same day blue passed it was the same day he was going absolutely crazy he wanted to go outside he does he was not calm he kept trying to climb the aquarium I said, do you want to go now? Do you want to go? Because I think blue, I think she'll definitely watch her read from heaven. That was the day I released him back. And it was the most beautiful thing, um, most angelic, magical experience ever. Um, all I could do was smile. I felt peace, I did something good. And do you know that turtle, 6.2 pounds of him, Literally popped his head out of the water when I said his name. Big boy, have a good life. Wish you well. Find a wife, a girlfriend, have lots of babies. Thank you for letting me be your human mommy. That turtle popped his head out of the water and blinked. And then took off. star walking. Further out, pops his head back out. You could see him swimming. Came back to the shore. Did a little lapse. But would not, did not come back. I waited like half an hour. I figure if he wants to come back, it's not ready, all right. Didn't undo the water in the aquarium. It's no big deal. Went back the next day, too. Um, As the wildlife said, you'll know. It was the most peaceful, and I sent them the videos. They said, it's just amazing. Do you mind if we keep this? I said, no, please go ahead. It's the most amazing video they said they've ever seen. That turtle was loved. I loved the turtle. I love animals. That's me. Um you find that side of you, part of you, um, that's a part of what makes you, is where your passionate heart is, and 50% of my heart will always be, and always been with the animals. Um, but I'd never take it in a hatchling and be able to give them the best life and to take care of him until they're strong and big enough and let them go back out, home. And that's where he's at, home. Um thing you know, that got it on video, I didn't think I would pop his head out. I think he was just saying, thank you, bye for now, but I'll always be around. And um the next day, uh, I had a private crematory service schedule for Blue, and uh, it's been hard. We um, used to sleep in our big, huge room, which I have. I sleep in and it's surrounded by my guinea pigs, Daisy, May, Snuggly. They've passed. Um long life they've had one by one they passed of age Um, they've way surpassed five years Um, usually unheard of living past that and then big boy his aquarium on the other side of the room I used to fall asleep and feel great listening to his water from his aquarium filter I don't have that anymore Um, used to have baby blue she sleep by my feet Um, took over the husky sleeping position I don't have that anymore so, yesterday was a tough day emotionally. But I allowed myself to feel, cry, be mad, sad, glad, I feel. It's important. Um, but divorce is hard, um, especially when you realize you married somebody who didn't love you. And I felt zero love. Um, I felt love the first year. When I got engaged, um, after I got engaged and married, um, I made plans to have a wedding, vow renewal at a Indiana Downs, a racetrack, outside Indianapolis, and talked to the person in charge and they going to put it in the winter circle, the wedding, and had started to put the deposit down, which I did. And uh, it was a disagreement about something. I don't know what it was, it was minor. You know, you get those disagreements in marriage. I remember looking at me and saying, you're a fucking bitch. You're a bitch. The snapping of the anger. I was shocked. Um, This was not the person that I got engaged to that was loving and attentive and um, used to make me things. Cookies and chicken. Oh, I got you something. You want to take a bath? That person was gone. I don't know who that person was. That's who I got married to. That's where I say I, I definitely feel scammed. I feel um, misled. Allow yourself to feel, if you've been through what I've gone through. It went downhill like really bad, volcano erupting, um, lava real slow, for long periods of time. I really, really I needed to get the hell out, but I didn't know how to being disabled, coming from oncology, and can I do this by myself? The thing is, if I would have tried, I would have realized it. But I think God just gave me the signs of the universe, and it was the time. When it blew past, it was the time. When Eric looked at me, and I said, I had been calling on the phone to the veterinarian to get closure and stuff, and I remember him looking at me and saying, that's not my concern. I said, it should be, because she died a really bad way. And to not be concerned, to have some closure, peace of mind, to make sure everything was done, and to not care. But then remember, this is someone that uh, don't care about their wife. And if anybody has kids and has everybody else watching but themselves, um, don't expect them to be a good spouse either to you or your fur babies. They don't care. Back to narcissistic people could it be somebody and you like a narcissistic yes you're entitled how you feel you're entitled to it you're entitled to fact because i don't have nothing to lie about everything that comes out of my mouth is fact and i got back i was trying to like make the divorce process quiet not talk about it you know i'm gonna i'm not gonna talk about it um and really nothing to talk about I used to be by myself. I knew I was by myself. He wasn't really helping me out. I was cleaning up messes. He wasn't doing things I had ask him to. It would be an argument. He just wouldn't do it. Um, too many shut ups and too many call me bitches and everything else. I was not okay. Um, that's not respectful. Um, I believe that starts with how you're raised. Uh, men, rear your boys right, okay? Rear their asses right. Be able to, when they get older, to stand back and you're a senior. And they're an adult, be able to cross your arms in front of you and smile and go, I did a damn good job, didn't I? Don't go crossing your arms and going, Oh, hell no, you ain't come over here. Hell no, you ain't live with me. Hell no you ain't come back in this house. Make sure you raise them right. Okay? This is just wisdom experience. By what I've gone through, women go through when they're in marriages and there's no respect. Um, somebody said also you ever thought talked about male chauvinistic male chauvinism male chauvinistic pigs ah, that's a good podcast i'm gonna be doing that too um i'm taking negatives and things i've experienced and they've been pretty gushy. during them, just being honest brutal and i'm allowing it food for the soul by sharing what i've gone through um because it's important to help other people and share your journey if there wasn't people sharing their journey and getting it out there there's times i wouldn't have had any research to be going online to figure out what the hell i was dealing with I'm going to say another thing, too, is I'll say this I can't say enough. Addiction surfaces in different ways and means. It's not just a standard addiction. It's not just alcoholism. Addiction is not just heroin, cocaine, drug addiction. Addiction surfaces in different ways. If you feel a win in somebody in the midst of addiction problem or you find out from a prior or you find out records of things or things surface and you're married, um, reach out to a... Um, treatment center, talk to someone that's a case worker, case manager, intake. Um, they will give you the time because they're there. That's what their job. And most of these people have been down that road and they're passionate about what they do. They're going to be helping you. And sometimes people will help you. They want to help you. They'll offer free treatment, but they'll let you know you, they can't force the person even if you're married to them, they can't force them into treatment help. They just offer, um, but they got to give something before the front costs for free. Um, if somebody's not willing to help themselves then you know you you have to help yourself do what you need to do Um, so yesterday it was about grieving blue and um, 50% of blue it's hard as hell Nighttime's horrible I think it's just because there's a loss a great loss in the room that I sleep in because Daisy Mae Snuggly guinea pig aren't there anymore they're in heaven a long life two's a besties uh, Big Boy is now back in his natural habitat. And he's home in the water where he was destined to be, and I know he's happy. And it's just me and snorri and, you know, the cats. Um, and I've been blessed to be a foster and to help rehabilitate and to be there. And um, times when contact shelters, you know, and you'll have a special cat, you know that's a feral or outside that needs help. And you, sometimes you contact organizations, 2022 is this hard and last year, they don't have the room. They'll ask you will you be a foster, can you help out? That is the greatest gift of the world and I've been able to do that. Cotton was one of those cats. Um, he was taken care of by me for less than a year, um, actually a little over a year because they had no room at the shelter and I called two different states in their room. I asked if I'd be willing to take him in. Um, he got groomed. He got the whole nine yards. Beautiful um, flame point. Um, Cotton called Cotton Eye Joe. The nickname would be Bubby. I'd be like, Bubby? Come on, Bubby. Um, miss that guy. Um, he, he was close to Cheeto. Cheeto was a senior. Um, Cheeto came from an elderly couple, a woman named Carol. Um, her husband had Alzheimer's first um, and he had sadly passed and she had Alzheimer's dementia. Dementia, excuse me, beginning first and her kids were taking care of her. Um, they loved the cats. The cats were their life. They lived for the cats. and had a beautiful view of the river where their house was located up on the hill. Um, and I just became friends just from walking, and blue, and uh, admired how well they took care of the cats, outside cats. And uh, when he had passed, and the daughter took over, and she had to leave the house. She didn't want to, um, to bring pieces, to find somebody that would take in the cats. And I raised my hand, and I was going to take in Chester. I still have um, two beautiful orange tabbies. And then I realized, I was told Cheeto was the dad, senior. Um Chito was probably between 18 and 21 when he passed. Um, his was deathly of age. He was slowing down. It was slow. Um, I took them both in. I've shared that podcast before. I um, think so if you go back, it's still there. I um, took care of them. Um, I give everything, you know. I love the animals. God sometimes puts people like me on earth to take care of the animals. Um, we can't master and maneuver, and we try manipulating our body to have children, and it doesn't successfully work, and it did for me. Surgeries didn't work. So we realized we become human, H O O mommies, fur mommies. And that's why I've been my whole life. But Cotton, I believe, uh, definitely—he changed real quick once Cheeto was getting sick. Um, they slept together all the time. Um, that was his buddy. Um, I still I really do. I don't need to have closure on that. It definitely was uh, heart heartbroken for him, and um, he just slowed down. Uh, it was tough with Cotton and Cheeto because it was only. Um, a week in between both you're passing. And then this with Baby Blue. Um, energy in the house has changed. Things are shifted. I still have questions about Baby Blue. Um, an environment that Eric was creating, which is the truth, could have it been And have done something and contributed to a dog who had severe epilepsy from a neurology veterinarian point of view maybe but she already had brain trauma coming from a seized property which she was one of the baby husky pups few that survived less than a handful that didn't have to be euthanized so she already had brain trauma um whatever was going on and however it happened um the seizures got worse could an environment where somebody's just constantly wiring up the environment and Eric was doing that um, triggering me stressing me the hell out the hell out fact stressing me the hell out could that have contributed from a veterinary standpoint of view, maybe if it just started happening when the environment changed in your, in your marriage, but she had way before, but him not showing concern when you're calling us, well, he left it at that. somebody doesn't care about their wife, they don't care if they have children or whatever, or not take care of their kids, or whatever your picture scenario may be, don't expect them to care a damn bit about you as a wife either, because they're not. male chauvinistic pig, male chauvinism, narcissistic qualities, addiction. Um, All one thing, behavioral. And how you respond and how I responded is a learning lesson. Um, I did a lot of screaming to stop. I'm not gonna lie. I did a lot of screaming, please stop, please stop. I don't know what you're doing what you're on what you're taking what is wrong with you you got to stop and it would always be I'm sorry I'm, you know, I'm sorry but never apologized to my face always a simple text message yeah well I'm sorry hi it was but and then throw it back at me I'm going to respond by the stress you create and that's telling you to stop especially times it's going through treatment you don't and I start screaming as i was told from a standpoint clinical standpoint for a trauma therapist you scream because that's the last resort people scream because they know they're not being heard the time somebody please stop they'll stop me when blue passed i did right by blue it just came to my mind do right by blue um i can't have you staying in the house anymore um we're no longer together anymore we haven't been since last year i no longer i was checked out of the marriage i mentally emotionally checked out of the marriage um it was coexistence I stay in one room, stay in the other, barely talk, uh, didn't drive with him, but maybe one time I could think of or if it had to do with, you know, one of the fur babies. Um, the best thing for him was just to work and just, we not associate. Uh, but when people are up and down and they have behavioral issues or whatever that may be, what you're going through um, and you are there at a house or wherever you're living, you're an easy target for somebody who had a bad day to take it out on. Okay? Good people, good souls, don't do that stuff. You'll take it out on other people, all right? Do narcissistic people do that? All narcissistic people take this stuff out on you. Any which way we lose, and they don't care. Don't expect apology either. Somebody who's a true narcissistic person, and they've done things that forever have changed their life, and they've done things out of spite or their own problems in life, they didn't know how to maneuver through it or emotionally go through it, they will project, meaning target you, and it makes them feel good by bringing you down to their level. It makes them feel good normal people with a heart good soul don't do that but even narcissistic people who are narcissistic and have that behavioral and, and it's definitely the traits of a narcissistic person there are some narcissistic people they do know what they're doing because they do but they have a conscious it catches up but eventually they will apologize not a text message um if you've been around somebody who's narcissistic and they've altered your life by doing things that are not okay and doing it behind your back and shadowing behind you meaning you don't have no idea what's going on and contact everybody their brother and mother um that's not normal people do that's not normal um anybody listen to that stuff if somebody's doing that they're doing it so somebody they're going to do it to your ass too after they talk to you that's how that works that's how it works you know people do that i'm not talking about you know I, i'm talking about narcissistic people to a t um, they're going through something in their life. They'll find somebody who's an empath, somebody easy target, and they're going to project it on you. and make you look like a damn fool. They're going to lie. They're going to do whatever they can. They're going to do it behind your back. You don't usually find it out until later. Um, that's just how it works with people who are true narcissistic people. They'll do it. They'll send in their friends, whoever, family, whoever. It's called fly monkeys. And you don't know those monkeys are flying behind you next to your ear until, like, later. Um someone who's a spouse that's not treating you well um i had eric say this he said well were you blaming me for how i've treated you you better look at so and so and so of how they've treated you because <laughs> they've been treating you like that for a long time that was a story for him to say that i don't know who i married but i know who i married i got engaged but it's not somebody that I plan on the next year renewing vows and calling me an f bitch. It's, it's um, not somebody I would have wanted to marry. But sometimes in life I must say this, lady, ladies, and I mean this, is men. Don't get married out of love. There's a reason they get married. And when the wife finds out, it figures it out as I was told by a trauma therapist, they will do the craziest things to destroy that marriage, to exit that relationship, because they're already not just cheated once, they cheated over and over and over again. Because men like that don't get relationships for relationships, they get in it for convenience or something to gain, and there's multiple women. And every time they suck them dry, they're on to the next woman, but they already have another woman. This isn't somebody that they love. These are men who pray, and they target, scam whatever hell you want to say terminology it happens a lot as i was told a lot i can't stress enough do the damn background checks do the background checks somebody has a brady bill thing on their thing a domestic (laughs) beware you're already married watch out because it's gonna surface that person and you find out, is going to surface in that marriage sometime once they realize they cannot get what they were after. Now that person is truly their true self has emerged. Be damn careful. Allow yourself to feel. I wanted to do this podcast and just do podcasts because this is helping me to heal. Um, I try to be quiet and just like, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm just going to go through this divorce. So I going to be quiet. That has made me like... Um, taking a pop bottle and shaking it and putting it out in the sun um that's not healthy for anybody um as i was talking to somebody this morning i said you have a right to talk to share your journey you have the right to your voice um the freedom of speech you have a right to that amendment um especially when it's fact-based you're right you're right um it's true but really it's this is to help me but i know also as well it's a gift because it helps other people um it helps many women many young ladies and maybe if you are engaged or maybe you're a little iffy or maybe feeling to go with your gut you feel a little bad as usual that's your instinct tell yourself all right do some research do your homework ladies before you get married if you're already married and things are getting weird and they're getting strange and do your research okay you may think you know someone but you really don't know them. don't wait till it's too late but if it is too late, I hope I inspire you to understand that I don't care what you're going through. There's plenty of people suffering from chronic illness. There's a lot of cancer patients out there. Um, when the right time comes, you'll know. I know. And uh, God will wrap His, I always say, just uh, the angel wings, His guardians around you. that protect you and help you get through, get you on the right road towards a positive light, positive side of the universe, good karma, good people, and get you into a safe life of peace and we're chaos and we're craziest No, we're having to scream to stop no more no more you will know when that time comes and the good Lord says all right you're ready you're ready he's right I was ready